What is your Myers-Briggs personality type? Welcome back to After Hour Happy Hour. We are your chaotic but cathartic co-hosts. I'm Sharon. I'm Vicky. I'm Jamila. So today, we're going to be talking about the Myers-Briggs 16 personalities test and types. And we're going to be talking about what our types are, but we're also going to be chatting about the different questions. Not all of them, but some of the ones that we found were interesting and see how we all answered and then share our types at the end. So just for context, the questions range from neutral and let's go with there's slightly agree agree strongly agree and then there's slightly disagree disagree and strongly disagree before we dive into questions we could do a really brief introduction of each of the characteristics for example extrovert versus introvert so in short extrovert is a more social one and they get their energy off from people introvert is more introspective and they do prefer their alone time and then next is sensing versus intuition so sensing is being more practical, using your senses to navigate around the world to make your decisions where intuition is basing it on more of your feelings of how you feel about certain things to make your decisions. The next is T versus F, which is thinking versus feeling. So thinkings, they're more like rational and logical. Feelings, obviously, they're more emotional based and they express more and more empathetic people. And then the last is J versus P, which is judging versus perspective. Judging individuals are more decisive and highly organized. They value clarity and predictability versus prospect individuals are good at improvising and are very flexible and open. There's also A and T. Either you're assertive or turbulent. And so assertive people are more even-tempered and they don't worry too much versus turbulent people are more sensitive to stress and there's very wide range of emotions and they are success-driven. So let's talk about some of the questions that we felt were interesting and want to know how we answered. I only have two, so I'll start. The first one that I thought was more interesting was if your plans are interrupted, your top priority is to get back on track as soon as possible. I think I put slightly disagree. I think I put slightly agree. I put disagree. I feel like Sharon or you... Actually, maybe Sharon of all three of us would be the person that gets on track. Yeah, I don't know if it's slightly agree. agree or agree, but if I have a plan for the day and someone interrupts me, I'm like, can you not? I have things to do. Mm. Like, You know what I mean? I think I used to put agree, but then when I come to think of how I am at work or how I am when I'm making my agenda, nine times out of ten, I don't stick to it. <laughs> if I guess sidetracked with something else, I usually just, you know, finish that thing and maybe come back to it. I don't have this mentality of I need to go back on track to like what I plan for the day. Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm the same. I like plan my day down to the T. But if somebody was like, oh, let's grab lunch or something and it like throws off my schedule, I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'll just rearrange. Yeah. So do you have to-do list jams? I do, but it was a matter of did I finish that list that day or in the order that I planned it? Most likely not. (laughs) You know what freaks me the fuck out is people who don't. Like my parents never write these to-dos down. They just remember it. That's probably because of the way that they grew up to how they didn't rely on technology. Does that mean that we're like too reliant? 
I feel like for the most part, I do a to-do list, but also because I like the feeling of checking it off to make me feel complete. But sometimes I don't really need a to-do list. I kind of have a mental to-do list too. I'm very reliant on technology. That's something that I've fully surrendered to. Is like, even though I can remember it, I will always, always write everything and anything down. I have so many calendar events for like three years later. I put stuff in so that I get the reminder when the date comes closer, even though it's hella far away. Um, my other question was, you feel more drawn to places with busy, bustling atmospheres than quiet, intimate places. I put agree for that. See, I think we're biased because we're girls. I don't know if you guys feel that way. I'm biased because I'm a girl and I prefer busy places because I get scared in quiet places as like a girl by myself. I was more thinking I am attracted to busy and loud places, but I won't be the loud person. For example, mm. Geisel, you know how it goes from loud to soft? I will never go on the top floor because I don't Same. like being in that quiet environment. Same with coffee shops that don't play music. I'm like, no, I need it to be loud around me. I will just be quiet. I like white noises a lot. See, I don't like white noises where I have to get something done. When I need to write an essay or crank shit out, I always go to the top floors of the library, like fourth floor, because I just need it quiet and listen to my own music and just like finish it. I expected the opposite answer from all of us. <laughs> No, but that's only when I'm studying. But in general, when talking about life, I definitely prefer busy, bustling atmospheres because even living in San Diego, I thought it was way too chill for me. Because everyone's talking, Same. oh, San Diego's really beautiful. It's this chill vibe. Like, don't get me wrong, it is. But I've just felt bored because it wasn't the city life that I always liked. It wasn't busy. Yeah. You know, there's those questions that's like, do you have too many interests and you don't know which one to start or you have one and you're solely focused on that and once you finish it then you move on to the next like which side were you guys i put slightly agree i agree that there's so many things i'm interested in that i would want to try but do i do them no because it's in the matter of oh if i could live a week in the life of an optometrist i'd be down or oh if i lived in a week of i don't know a movie producer i'd be down but will i actually no. you know have the time and resources to do it no so that's why I only put slightly agree. I put strongly agree. Oh. I fully agree on there's so many things that I'm interested in and I have no idea where to start. Because I feel like I want to get good at one specific thing, but I want to be good at like 50 different things and I'm not good at any of them. I have the question. It's you are interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. I put disagree. I am very interested in a lot of things, but I don't find it difficult to know where to start because I just think I'm just going to start and do it and see where it goes. And if this plan A fails, I'll go plan B. Oh. So for the question that where it's like you have backup plans for your backup plans, what did you guys say? I strongly disagree. I don't make backup plans for my backup plans. If I have a backup plan, period, that's enough for me. What the fuck? Oh, I was not expecting that. I think I put slightly agree. Not that I have a backup plan right in the back of my head. Like, I know this is going to be my plan B. It's just that if plan A doesn't go well, then I'll come up with plan B. Oh, I put strongly agree for that. <laughs> in what situation, though? Maybe it's because I've never had to come up with... The only thing I could think of is, like, let's say I'm recruiting and one choice is my top and that doesn't work out, then I just move on to my next choice. I don't plan for B, C, D. 
I was thinking like worst case scenarios. Like let's say you're traveling and you lose your luggage. For example, I'm packing right now and I think about like if I lost my first luggage, I'll have a plan B because my luggage with me would still have the important things that I need. So even if I do lose that first one, and then if I lose that second one, I still have my backpack, which literally has all the most important things I'll ever need. So like backup that to backup That is 100% Vicky, for sure. Oh. I'm not like that. I'm not like that at all. I thought Sharon would be, be I that. never thought of losing my luggage. I just trust that my luggage will ever be lost. I wouldn't. Me too. No, 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 no. I think that's because you say that your parents always told you from day one that you have bad luck. So you prep for those bad luck situations versus my mentality, as bad as it sounds. Sometimes I'm like, I don't think that'll happen to me. So I'm going to trust that it won't. Like for me, I would say I'll have like my all my important documents and stuff like always with me. But in terms of my luggage stuff, I'm going to trust that it doesn't get lost. (laughs) That's a lot of trust. (laughs) Maybe I have trust issues. <laughs> yeah, maybe you do. Um. So the next question I wanted to know was, oh, do you guys believe that pondering abstract philosophical questions is a waste of time? Yes. I put like agree or strongly agree. <laughs> I think I either put neutral or slightly agree. What do you guys think is like philosophical question? Yeah. I'm thinking people are asking, what is the meaning of life? Yeah. Why do we exist? I did not want to discuss that shit at all. We exist. Okay, that's end of story. Yeah, I agree. What the fuck? <laughs> I think there's also a question that's like something about meaning of life. And I was like, I don't really think about that. Yeah. Did you put strongly agree? I mean, strongly disagree? Yeah, I put strongly disagree. Like literally, I always think about like, what is the purpose of life? What am I? Because I think like, this kind of goes back to our higher gut feeling and stuff. But I always think about like, why am I on earth? What is my purpose? Oh. And there's like a goal to it, but I just don't know type of thing. Nope. I never think that. The only thing that humbles me is when someone says, why do you care about what people think? We're literally living in a miracle in earth that orbits around the sun, blah, 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 in a galaxy, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, oh, I'm humbled, but I don't go on to think, why am I here? Or meaning of life or stuff like that. Well, I would, I like knew Jam was going to say maybe like slightly agree because of how I know her stance, but Sharon, I'm like a little shook. (laughs) Are you sure you don't think that? No, I don't. The only question that I agreed with was you wonder about afterlife or you wonder what happens after you die. That I put agree or strongly agree. Mm, I put strongly disagree. Yeah, Jam Jam just takes it as it is. Maybe that's why Jamila's not an overthinker. She's just like acceptance. Yeah, I'm very much like I die, I die. I need to be jams. Let's split our brain and trade. <laughs> Question. You think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on feelings? Oh. I put disagree. I put slightly agree. Me too. Yeah. Wow, jam out here a feeling person, huh? Yeah. Wait, can you explain why though? It's not a really good example, my dad. But my dad is a very logical person. Not saying he doesn't have feelings, but he's a very logical person. And I don't know, man. Sometimes the stuff they make, I'm just like, if you just used your heart, your feelings a little bit more, things will be a little better. I think it's because she's basing off a familial oh, Perry, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a biasness. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, 
in a society standard, sometimes people can't remove their feelings from logic. So they're biased or they're just overshadowed by their feelings. And sometimes I'm like, dude, you need to think of things from an outsider perspective and put logic into it. Then you won't be so blinded. Yeah. Yeah. I was very close to choosing like neutral to even like slightly disagreeing, but that's because I feel like I believe that I'm at least a decent enough person and also like people I'm around are decent enough people that like their feelings come from a good intention. But then I thought about like people who are ill-intentioned and their feelings and I'm like, "Mm, that's not a risk I'm willing to take. I think I'm also seeing it like if two people tell me two different sides of the story, I need to be able to take logic over Mm. feeling kind of thing. Yeah, very situational. So the question, the next question I had was, you try not to make people look bad even if you know it's their fault. I think I either put neutral or slightly agree. Dude, I put completely agree with that. Even though I know someone's at fault or if I know that they fucked up, like I don't want them to feel shitty about it. So then I rephrase how I would like tell them. I beat around the bush a lot. I put slightly disagree because I I thought of the one off or two off occasions where I don't really like the person or I just don't get along with them. I I don't try to beat around the bush. Mm. I just kind of... I think it depends on the person. Yeah. I also saw the question as, let's just say you were in a situation and you know your person fucked up and you don't like them and you purposely kind of say things or do things that brings attention to their fuck up. I saw it as if someone asked me about someone else who may have been at fault for something, how do I talk about the person that way? Oh. And in that aspect, I think usually I always go, yes, that person did this, 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 but... And then Mm -hmm. kind of give a reasoning behind it. Unless they truly, you know, I don't agree with the way they handle the situation. Then I'll be fully committed to that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I was neutral. Because I'm pretty this or that. Yeah. Okay, can we do rapid fire? Oh, yeah. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Disagree. I either put neutral or slightly agree. I was wondering how Jam would answer because if it was someone you completely don't know but have interest in, you would be able to walk up to them. Like if I was drunk, I would put agree, even maybe even strongly agree. But I'm thinking if I'm sober, then it takes me a little bit harder. But if I was, let's just say, in line listening on a conversation and it was like really interesting and I thought we could like get along, then I wouldn't mind being like, oh my God, like blah, 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 blah. You rarely second guess the choices that you have made. Agree. Agree. Strongly disagree. <laughs> I knew this it. is why I'm turbulent. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because how I approach it was like up until I make the decision, I always like second guess and back and forth. But once I commit to it, I know I've already thought it through, so like I'm final. For me, I always know that I made the right choice, but it's just when it happens, I do have a quick okay. But what if I did something else? Mm, yeah, I think this is when the backup, backup, backup always falls in my favor because I'm like. Oh, even if it didn't work out with my decision, I have a backup plan. See, the thing is, I have a mix between two because I'm also turbulent, but because I'm very quick to make decisions and I don't second guess it. And if something goes wrong, I'm like, okay, like, well, that went wrong. Yeah. You enjoy going to art museums. Jam, are you ready? One, two, three. Strongly disagree. <laughs> Strongly disagree. <laughs> yeah, last time you guys went to an art museum, what did you do? 
Naruto ran in the bathroom. <laughs> ran in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, we, we took a bunch of photos there too of ourselves. Oh God, I can't. What about you, Vicky? I feel like you. I like it. Yeah, I put agree. Considering I am an artistic or more right brain person, the fact that I do not like museums always confused me. Yeah, I like science museums or aquariums, like animal museums, because I feel like it's like more interactive. Oh, hey, I do like one thing. I like history museums. Oh, I hate art museums. Your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organized and consistent efforts. I put disagree. Slightly disagree. I think I put slightly disagree too. You know at first glance how someone is feeling. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. (laughs) (laughs) I think I put neutral or slightly disagree. Oh, really? Or slightly agree. I forgot. I don't think I'm bad at reading people, but I don't think I'm the greatest either. (laughs) I feel like you're good at knowing, but whether you're just like, oh, let me approach them a certain way because I know how they feel, that's very different. Okay, actually though, I think Jam's mood might, how do I phrase this, might cloud other people's feelings. Like if, for example, if Jam's in a good mood, I think it'll be easier for her to think everyone else is in a good mood. Or if she's in a bad mood, I think she'll be like, well, I'm in a bad mood, so I don't care to evaluate people's emotions. That's true. Versus I think me and Vicky, like if- Like, she knows, like, oh, maybe they're feeling sad, but because I'm happy, I'm going to be happy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not selfish, people. I just, I don't know. She's emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last question. You feel confident that things will work out for you? Strongly agree. Strongly agree. Agree. Okay. So now we went through a couple questions. Let's talk about what we got. I am a INFJ, aka an advocate. Oh, INFJ-A. So for advocate or like INFJs, basically we're like people who are idealistic, but then at the same time, even though we're idealistic, we have concrete steps to achieve our goal. And I think the biggest thing that I identify with is like, if we're passionate about something, it doesn't matter what the obstacles or what people say, we still commit to it, which I think describes me really well. My personality is an ESFP and dash T. And it's the entertainer. So I'll just read it off Myers-Briggs because I feel like it describes me pretty well. So ESFPs, the entertainers, we love vibrant experiences. We are very social, encouraging others into share activities. And one particular part was like, if anyone is to be found spontaneously breaking into a song and dance is the entertainer personality. And entertainers get caught up in the excitement of the moment and want everyone to feel that way too and I feel like that's very me I feel like if I was at a party and I was feeling really happy I saw like someone sitting down like why are you feeling this way and then like try to engage them too or just try to convince Vicky and Sharon going to go out with me so yeah and mine is the defender ISFJ-T so I used to be an INFJ same as Vicky and then I recently took this test and then I got ISFJ And I think I resonate with it. I was kind of surprised because the S is more practical than it is intuition. And I thought I would be more intuition. But based off the description, it says, Defender personalities are often meticulous to the point of perfectionism. And though they procrastinate, they can always be relied on to get the job done on time. If anyone who doesn't know Sharon, 
Those two sentences is Sharon in a nutshell. Yes. <laughs> but it also says we are dedicated and humbled. It just basically says we're very introspective. But overall, I agree with what I got. Based off what you know of your personality type, do you think you need to find a partner that is similar to you or opposite of you? Opposite. I think for me, it'll be nice to have someone like my personality for the short term. But for the long term, I think I need an opposite to balance me out. Because if it's someone like me, I I just don't think I'll get along with myself like that. I think for me... It needs to be someone close to, I guess, what I am, but I think extroverted. Mm, I think I would need similar. I'm really bad at people who disagree with me, even though I don't show it because I get offended a little bit, but it's more so like, oh, are you, do you not like me if you defend? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. It's because when she said, she got a little offended because I was just thinking our early episode about uh, we don't want Vicky to plan our wedding. And we disagree with her. And she was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think it's more like if I'm passionate about something and you disagree with me, I'm going to get pissed. <laughs> and that's exactly like my personality type. I don't even know how to phrase it. They explain it way better. But I just like need someone who's similar to me to agree. Because if I don't, if they don't agree, I'm just like, why? <laughs> so everyone, those were some of the questions we went through and how we answered it as well as, you know, sharing a little bit of what our personalities are. If you want to take this test, just search up MBTI, 16 personalities is the first one there. Until next time, bye! bye. <laughs>